Grace, mercy, and peace from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God that I share with you is our gospel lesson for today. And again, I ask you to pray with me. Lord, thank you for coming. Coming into our world and into our lives to bring the gifts that we so desperately need. Continue to keep us in your care. Continue to lead us so that we may be with you in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We all have a job of some kind, don't we? We have professions and vocations to do things. Every mother and father, child, teacher, police officer, firefighter, attorney, and even politicians have a purpose. Basketball players and football players, musicians, plumbers, and carpenters, motivational speakers, and financial advisors all have a function. And even when we might say, I don't have a job anymore. I'm retired. We still have a function. We still have a vocation. Being a parent, a grandparent, a great-grandparent. We all have a role to play, a job to do, a function. Yes. Every person has a vocation and a function, and or an office. Most people have several other vocations in addition to their career activities. You're not just a person that works in an office, for instance. If you're a husband or a wife, you also have work and a responsibility within the home. So what about Jesus? Why did Jesus Christ go from town to town and place to place? Why was he preaching and healing and casting out demons? Because that's why he came. That's what we looked at and we've seen through this Epiphany season, Jesus carrying out his role of bringing about God's forgiveness, life and salvation through him. In all of our lessons here in the last several weeks, we've heard Jesus wanting to go from one place to another, wanting to do things that he knew he had to do. And here in our lesson, this one last sentence in our text, he says, let us go to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is why I came. Yes, this is why he's, he came into our world. He came that this good news might be proclaimed. He came that our forgiveness, life and salvation might be 
procured by what he did. And so he had this focus on this, if you will. He was, he was course driven. He just had to go. He did not want to stop, though he did stop to pray. And he did, does give us here in our gospel lesson today, this picture of him and what he was doing. He was casting out demons. He was healing the sick, but he took time to stop and pray. Pray for all those who needed to hear, all those who were there that needed him, all those who were his followers, that they needed his help and strength. Praying for them, praying for us. Yes, this is what Jesus did. And this is what he want, felt he had to do when he was so focused on carrying this out. He didn't want other things to distract him, to go elsewhere. His disciples came looking for him. What are you doing out here? Why are you stopping to do this? Because there were people who wanted to make him an earthly king, and he didn't want that to happen. That's why he told the demons not to speak because he didn't want focus on him, but rather he wanted the focus on the mission that he was carrying out. Coming into our world as a baby. But now at 33, he was proclaiming the message and it's, Interesting, Jesus said something like this one sentence that I read many years earlier. When Jesus was in the temple, he was about 13 years old, they, we figure, and he went there with Mary and Joseph. And as they, Mary and Joseph left the temple and they were heading home, they thought that Jesus was with family members someplace on the way home. And when they went looking for him that first night, they found that he wasn't there. And so they went back to Jerusalem and started looking for them and finally found him in the temple with the scribes and the Pharisees, talking with them and asking questions and answering questions. And when Mary and Joseph came and said, what have you done? Why didn't you come home with us? And Jesus said, don't you know I must be about my father's business? He gave a, a vision or a look ahead as to what he was going to be doing. And here he was carrying out now this mission of God to bring this good news to people. That he was there and that through him, forgiveness of sins, life and salvation would be theirs.
The same thing is going on today. This very same Jesus, through the word of God, is telling us the same things. He's telling us about the forgiveness that is ours through him. That he was telling them and he's telling us today that I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly, that you might have forgiveness of sins, life and salvation by the gift of faith that God is giving you. Yes, Jesus was preaching, praying, and healing, and he's still doing it today. He knows our physical needs as well as our spiritual needs. He knows where we're at and what's going on. And through him, we have his care and concern. He knows what you need. He knows what's going on in your life. And he's there to take care of you, to give you what you need as he takes us finally to himself in heaven. He's the one that guides and directs all things. He's involved in our lives physically and spiritually. And we need it all, don't we? He's the one that sees, knows, and takes care of. As it is his will, he does what is needed for each of us that we might have the joy of knowing that he's involved in our lives. That you're not on your own, that you're not wandering around and taking care of yourself. Because on our own, we can very quickly get lost. I was listening to the Lutheran Hour this morning, and the sermon had to do with a vacuum. Well, as the Lutheran Hour speaker mentioned, that if there is a vacuum, it sudden will most assuredly get filled with something. Vacuums don't just sit there, but rather things take its place. Well, without Christ, other things get in. And he wants to be there for each of us. He wants to fill our lives with his presence, his strength, his help, his peace that only he can give. Without him, there's an empty hole and it soon gets filled by other things. Satan wants to fill any empty place with his ideas and his direction. And that doesn't do us very well, does it? It doesn't take us to where we need to go. 
And so Jesus here is demonstrating for us of his focus, his really, if you will, tunnel focus on what he was had come to do. He came to live, suffer, and die and proclaim God's gifts for us. And he was focused on this and he was going to make sure it happened. That's why he said, this is why I came. The Holy Spirit works in all of us as well. He empowers believers to continue the preaching of Christ Jesus, to be about the mission of the church, that others may hear this good news, proclaiming the gospel of Christ. By the same word we preach, Christ enables us to go and make disciples of all nations that we might let the world know about God's love for them. The word of Christ validates our forgiving the sins of repentant sinners. As I said before, as we had our confession and absolution, I said I can, as a servant of Christ, I forgive you all your sins. Why? By the direction, by his directing that. It isn't I that forgives, but it is him. It is he that forgives, but we proclaim the good news. I, by virtue of my office, as a called servant of Christ, announce the, the forgiveness of sins by his authority. I'm proclaiming what he has done and what he gives. By his authority, you are forgiven. By him, you have life and salvation. So through our preaching the gospel and administering the sacraments, Jesus continues to heal the sick of the soul. And through his ministry, through others, he gives healing and comfort as well. Jesus came to preach good news and he still does each and every week, each and every day through preachers and his body of believers, the church. As you witness and proclaim this good news to others, he's working there. He's coming into the lives of people here and now each and every day through you and me, as we proclaim Christ and him crucified and the good news of God's love and forgiveness that he came and accomplished for you and me. 
May that be your joy and may that be your proclamation each and every day. That we might be focused like Jesus was. Focused on proclaiming this good news to all the world. That everybody might hear. That everybody might know. And now may the peace of God that goes far beyond our human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he comes again.